Inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help me, help me, say. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when and where you're tuning in. This is episode 27 of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast, and I am your host, Lewis Talby Jr. I recently heard Bill Murray say social media is training us to compare our lives instead of appreciating everything we are. That really hit home because it's very true. However, success is not what we have done compared to others. It's what we have done compared to what we were created to do. Well, I was created to talk, so let's go. Last week, as I was pulling out of my driveway early in the morning, I looked across the street at the sun just popping up over the soybeans, and I realized how beautiful it was. The sun was blood red. I mean, it was just spectacular. And I just stopped at the end of my driveway and looked at it for a minute. Then I thought to myself that I have lived here nearly 20 years, and I've never stopped to see the beauty in a sunrise. Then a few evenings ago, I went out for my evening run down the street. It was a long work day, so it was a little later than usual, and the sun was starting to set over the cornfields. And again, just beautiful. We go to the beach every year and love watching the sun rise and set over the ocean, but we have never once sat in our own backyard and watched it set over a cornfield. The saying that the grass is always greener on the other side had to come from a farmer watching his livestock. If you have ever had any kind of animal and kept them contained within a fenced area, you know they're going to make a break for it the first time you leave the gate open. Because they're curious to know if there's something better on that other side. I mean, you can have a cow corralled in the best pasture this side of the Mason-Dixon, just full of thick red clover and alfalfa. But if you leave that gate open, I bet you a nickel to a donut, he's going to slip out just to see if the next pasture has something better. Well, as humans, we're exactly the same way. Too many times we're so interested in what's happening in someone else's yard that we fail to appreciate and enjoy what's in our own. Look, the grass may be greener in the next pasture, but maybe that just means that it's being watered and cared for more. Ever thought about that? So instead of admiring how nice someone else's life looks, maybe we should start spending more time tending to our own. One of my mom's favorite sayings was, Curiosity killed the cat. Or maybe it was just her favorite saying to say to me, because I've always wanted to know what's around that next corner. My wife jokes that when I have the TV remote, I'm not looking for what's on, rather I'm looking for what else is on. I mean, I'll admit I do struggle with that. I do wonder, is the grass greener somewhere else? No matter how happy I am in one place, I'm always curious if the grass is a little greener around the corner. Now, I don't act on it, but I do peek to see if it's a little greener over there. And as I've gotten older, I realize the importance of being happy where I am and who I'm with. I have had the privilege of meeting some of the wealthiest people on earth. And I've also spent time with homeless people sitting in a gutter. And I can tell you one thing for sure. They all have issues. Maybe not the same kind, but every one of us have problems and challenges in our lives. You may look on someone that has fame and fortune and think how great it would be to be them. And it would be cool to try it. But they have problems just like everyone else, and in some cases, bigger problems. Look, money is nice, and it can allow us to have many great experiences in life. But in the end, what really matters is exactly the same for the homeless guy as it is for the rich guy. Jim Carrey once said, I wish everyone could get rich and famous and have everything they ever dreamed of. 
so they would know that's not the answer. I played music with my dad from the time my arm was long enough to reach around a guitar, and I just knew that was my life calling. Oh, I would watch Hee Haw and Austin City Limits every week and just pictured myself being on that stage someday. When I graduated high school, I was ready to roll out. A friend of mine and I were heading to Nashville to try out for Ricky Skaggs. However, right before we left, my plans got detoured because my high school sweetheart told me that that wasn't the life that she wanted. So I followed my heart and I went to work, while my buddy went to Nashville, and he got the job with Ricky Skaggs. Then after playing for Ricky for a year, he went on to play with Patty Loveless. I'll never forget seeing him on my TV at the CMA Awards singing in the same microphone as Patty. I'm not going to lie, I almost cried. He then left Patty and was the lead guitarist for Kenny Chesney for 11 years. He even put out some of his own albums. Now, I've never had any regrets, and I know I have been blessed in my life far more than I ever deserved. But there were times that I would see him in concert or he would tell me about things that they would do and I would think, man, how awesome of a life would that be? Well, a few years ago I was driving to Nashville and I got the word that my buddy had passed away. His organs had just shut down unexpectedly. And I began thinking about how much I always admired his life and how many times I dreamed of standing up there on that stage. And then I wondered if there were ever times that he wished he had a wife and kids at home and didn't have to live on a tour bus. A million thoughts were just pouring through my head as I drove. If I had to live that hard lifestyle on the road, would I have died young as well? Now look, I'm not saying my friend would have ever wanted a family life. Nor am I saying that his early death had anything to do with his lifestyle. I'm just trying to make a point that no matter how glamorous someone's life looks, there are still going to be brown spots in their pasture. So before you go charging out of that gate, be sure that what you're leaving for is more important than what you're leaving behind. I can tell you that I thank God every day for allowing me to meet my wife at a young age and leading me to this life that I have. Oh, I would love to be up on a grandstand playing music, but I can honestly tell you that I wouldn't trade my life, wife, and kids for Garth Brooks' life. My heart is as full as it can get right here in my own pasture. I heard someone once say, you can't have it bad if you have a lot. I'm telling you, friends, having don't satisfy. I promise there's so much more to life than just having stuff. Stuff will never be enough. How many lottery winners have you seen interviewed a year after winning a million dollars and they're miserable? They talk about how the money actually caused bigger problems in their life and destroyed their lives. I know you're thinking, well that couldn't happen to me. We've all heard money can't buy you happiness, but we would sure like to try it for ourselves and just know that it would be different for us. And who knows, maybe it would. But I'm telling you, if you can't find happiness with what you have now, there's no amount of money in the world that can change that. We have to first learn to appreciate and be grateful for what we have, no matter how much or how little. See, happiness is in our hearts. And the last time I looked, my heart wasn't connected to my wallet. I'm telling you, if the grass is perfect on the other side, it's fake. We all have dead spots in our yard. Some of us just cover it better. Have you ever realized that grass is always the greenest over the septic lines? I'm just saying. Maybe the greener the grass is, the more crap it's covering. I'm not saying that you should never look for greener pastures. I'm just saying that if you're not happy in your current situation, whether it's a relationship, job, or whatever, before you go charging out of that gate, make sure that you can't fix it with a little watering and care. I mean, then if you can't, well, run like Forrest Gump out of that gate and find yourself a new pasture. The sad reality is that so many marriages have been sacrificed because someone thought the grass would be greener on the other side. People have left jobs or crossed bridges that they can't go back across because they chased that new shiny penny. 
One thing to keep in mind is that all grass will wither sometimes. The Bible references this in 2 Peter. It says, All flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flowers fall off. But the word of the Lord endures forever. This is a good reminder that none of our lives are always perfect. All grass will wither. However, that doesn't mean that you go running out of the gate looking for a better pasture. I'm sure one might look good at the moment, but remember it's temporary and at some point it will wither. When your life withers, just always remember that God is tending it. And as long as you stand strong in faith, it'll be green again in due season. If you're content in your heart with where you are and who you're with, then you're in the right pasture. There may be some manure to deal with from time to time, but every pasture has that. The bottom line is, don't ever feel bad about your own life because someone else's appears to be better. Just focus on making yours the best it can be. And I bet you start seeing some neighbors peeking over the fence with a little envy in their eyes. Well, that concludes another episode of the Blue Collar Executive Podcast. I hope you found some value in it, or at the very least found it entertaining. I hope your pastures are always filled with happiness, and I wish you all great success. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.